then later on, there was a little bit of blackface. (laughs) 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 Wish that was a joke. (laughs) For For those that can't see this... (laughs) Um, I would apparently- I would put it on <laughs> I would put it up like somewhere, but I'm not putting it up. Yeah, anymore. you should put it up. It it really looks like a Dave Chappelle sketch. That's the thing about it. But she created an alter ego named Art Nouveau for her 1977 album Don Juan's Reckless Daughter. Art Nouveau is a black man. <laughs> so there, you know, she's somewhat extensively photographed in blackface. Um, Bro, you know I haven't heard the album. Um, I'm you know I <laughs> blackface isn't okay, obviously, but the pictures of her are just really they they are <laughs> they are making me giggle in a way that I I didn't this I didn't looks like when this looks like when Jenna Maroney from Thirty Rock. Oh my god! <laughs> those you can't, you can't see those anymore. NBC. <laughs> Look that up, DeAndre. Jenna Maroney blackface, because that okay. <laughs> looks exactly like this. Welcome to episode 14 of Three Dish Changer. I am your lovely and blessed host, DeAndre Jones. <laughs> um, how are you boys doing today? Doing good. It's a Monday. You know I'm I mean? interested to see where this goes. It is a Monday. Yeah, I, you know what, Clausen, <laughs> I, I have to applaud you. We can start the, the top of the pod with an applause oh. for Clausen. Oh. <laughs> Finally, someone else that isn't me is putting their heart on the line a little bit. Oh, my See, God. I still think this is a bad narrative. I don't know what <laughs> you're fucking talking about. Well, do you know what? Like, it's about time I get my own fucking narrative because you guys are like, calling me the 10 guy. And that's just not true. <laughs> I mean, if anything, I'm the 10 guy. But I know. I know that. Whatever. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I I might give this a 10. Who fucking knows? I mean, it's okay. Um, Live your truth. And. And do you have a, a beverage report for us today? Nothing? Yeah, I'm drinking today a peach, diet peach Snapple. Shout out to Darrell. Diet Snapple. No. Mm-hmm. Didn't know they did that. Yeah, it's zero sugar. Oh, I'm trying okay. to trying to cut down on my sugars. I was hoping Snapple? it wasn't like a Diet Coke of Snapple situation because that would taste god awful. No, no, no. It tastes better than, than regular Snapple. Better what are you saying about Snapple? You're going to slander Snapple? Snapple, no, I, really? I was just saying it might be the beverage with the least clout. What? No clout behind Snapple. I mean, they had clout when you were reading the fucking they, facts. What do you, the, they had the facts, though. You know what I mean? got the facts. Had the, the facts. They it's still had there. The facts. Show me the cap right now. <laughs> I can't because it's like a big old. Oh, he I got, got the, big, this man got got the, the, the fountain of you snapple on him. <laughs> <laughs> you got to slander this, the facts? They're always there. <laughs> Actually, this one doesn't have the, the facts in it, but um, it is a irregular. Snapple bottle, you know what I mean? It's not like a normal store bought one. So got it. It's not like the single serving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snapple situation. Understood. Um, well, this week, man, we've got a doozy. 
Um, we are covering Joni Mitchell's Hajira, the first album that I had to listen to entirely on YouTube. <laughs> Hopefully the last one. But, uh, uh, for, for reasons previously stated. Um, it might not Joe, be. It's Joe Rogan's fault. <laughs> Damn you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> As yeah, he, Dave Chappelle really once famously said. <laughs> Another controversial figure. <laughs> Okay, man. I mean, look, this uh, this one was a doozy for me. I'm not gonna get into it just yet. Um, let's get into like the background. This thing came out in like what, 1976? 1976. What was going on in 76? I don't know shit about that time. It, this album makes me think of like the aesthetics make me think of like when Jenny was doing heroin in Forrest Gump. Uh, I have famously never seen Forrest Gump, so I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> it just makes me think of like like hippie-ish times. Uh, I can give you some Billboard. Uh, joints. <laughs> yes, please do. Uh, Rod Stewart, Tonight's the Night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Bee Gees. <laughs> okay. Um, fucking Kiss. Peter Frampton. <laughs> More Than Feeling Boston. I mean, come on. Fernando Abba. I know Abba. Don't know the song. Very easy. Li- not easy listening, but we're Yacht Rock adjacent. Hell yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is easy listening. What, this album? Yeah. It gets there. Yeah, it's both easy listening and like not, depending on what level you want to engage with it. I feel lyrically not easy listening, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This thing this thing was released when like things had two sides to it. Like you had to flip the Well, that's like <laughs> this on here it has, you know, it lists the the A and the B side on the single, which yeah, obviously we don't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> was the A side like the first half and then the B side was second half? No, your A side's usually the single and then the B side you usually put in like a like a song you don't want to put on an album. Weird. Like a bonus track type of. Interesting. Yeah. Um I have some more background um there we go. on Good this book. album. Uh-huh. Uh Rolling Stone named it the 133rd greatest album of all time out of 500 in 2020. So pretty recent. Ooh, okay. People are still feeling this. Um, it ranked. I don't know who Colin Larkin is. Um, mm-hmm. he I, apparently he writes in an encyclopedia of popular music, uh, which the time also like usually uses for like their own stuff. Um, he ranked at seven hundred and seventy sixth out of a thousand, all time. Mm-hmm. All time. Um, uh, Bjork, Saint Vincent. Um, yeah. Haim have named this Heim. album uh, <coughs> Haim. Well, da- well, just Danielle. Danielle <laughs> Only one of the three? Yeah, just one of the three Damn. named this album their favorite album of all time as well. Uh, I see that for all of those people. Yeah, s- s- yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I really see that for all those people. <laughs> it's kind of uh, the precursor to all the, all the singer-songwriter women we have now, I would say. Yeah. So, Clausen, do you... Are you deep in the Joni Mitchell catalog, or is it just this album? Uh, it's mostly just this album. I mean, you could dip in and out. Can you speak on at all if this sound is like, is this the sound that people associate with Joni Mitchell? I had no experience with Joni Mitchell going into this at all. Nah, I mean, when she started, she was like acoustic, like singer-songwriter, like high voice. And then I guess people kept talking shit about that kind of, and she was like, I'm going to just smoke a shitload of cigarettes. <laughs> really get some grit on that shit and that's how you get this album interesting okay what i mean we've been 
joking but not joking about this being near and dear to your heart i mean talk about your relationship with this album i mean i got into it because the bass player that's on it jaco pastorius mm-hmm. he was doing all sorts of shit on here but then i don't know man it's lyrically ridiculous uh-huh lyrically dense for sure she's she's doing some fucking poetry on that shit man what a, what a storyteller yeah but i don't know man it just it flows you know mm-hmm. who is this person jaco pastorius looking this up now he's like a really uh, kind of he's like a prolific bass player right oh yeah big jazz guy uh florida man obviously <laughs> got to be he sneaked on stage to a, at a santana concert well that's, that's just wavy like that kind of led to his death so not that wavy yeah no he he was uh he had some schizophrenia i believe is the uh diagnosis Oof. and you know at that time they were just like <laughs> yeah that sucks. But it, the bass playing, I mean, shit, he was he was meant to do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff I'm looking at now. He's cool. Yeah, so like I said, I had never, yeah, I had never had any exposure to Joni before this. I was happy to have a reason to listen, and I feel quite, like, I, don't know, I feel I feel educated. I feel like mm. I, I, I know a little more about Americana. Oh. Um, <laughs> it feels I felt Americana E listening to this thing, man. Like hitting the open road. Well, that's what yeah, it, it was written because she was on tour, you know, traveling and shit. Yeah. Um, and had you ever had any Joni experience before this? No, not at all. Um Should we <laughs> should we talk about overarching sentiments? How did this sure. how was how was your experience listening to this album. Yeah, I want to hear what you two thought about that shit. As, like, I mean, this isn't my, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I had never heard uh, Jenny Mitchell. But yeah. looking at Clausen and, um, like, seeing sometimes the music that me and Clausen talk about, I can see how this is an open road to directly some other music that we've, <laughs> we've oh, yeah. spoken about. Um <laughs> A la like a like a boy genius and stuff like that, uh-huh. um, especially like they're more like, like, uh, well, she was up uh, two tracks, kind of influential in the guitar space too. She did a lot of open tunings before it was a thing, and very much you know. Is she, brought it is around she doing the guitar in this album? A lot of it, yeah. Maybe not the solos, yeah. But she does, yeah. She wrote basically all of it in terms of the structure. So I mean, and I was like, if this is jazz. Then maybe I like jazz, but this is just jazz inspired, so I appreciate yeah. that. I would not say this is jazz. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, oh no! If DeAndre keeps talking shit, I'm gonna throw some deeper jazz. If he keeps saying I'm not putting <laughs> shit on the line, <laughs> it's not. That's not talking shit. I just said I'm not. I don't think it's jazz. I mean, um, okay, so I'll talk. Yeah, no, I. This thing was a grower and not a shower for me. It does take a little bit. I think when you you just what's going on. But I I did thought of, I found it really remarkable. How my experience, like I feel like, markedly improved every single time I listened to a song, because um, it's hard, you know. These things are they're wandering. These tracks, they're yeah. Like, you gotta you gotta marinate uh-huh. in it. You know? I agree. Yeah, you can't just listen one time through and be like, eh, yeah. And they're long and they can take you a lot of places and um dense. Yeah, and I feel like I needed like a baseline experience with it before I could like really start enjoying it. Um, but I was, yeah, I was surprised at how much I started enjoying it. Um, after like second listen, third listen, I was like, okay, I'm feeling, I'm feeling where we're going here. I definitely have like a market favorite 
don't know why I'm saying marked so much. I'm going to stop saying that. I definitely have um a favorite like couple of songs on this thing. But yeah, I was I I I found the listening experience to be interesting, but 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 long. <laughs> I understand. Interesting but long. Yeah, I think it works I think the album works really well as both as like something you can kind of just put on and also something that you can lose yourself in. Yeah, you can't really just kind of pick a random song. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't just yeah. put one of them on a playlist and it's going to kind of throw off probably any oh, vibe yeah, that of would any be playlist. You somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, Clausen, when did you like when did you get into this album? Probably in college, maybe. I got it on vinyl somewhere. Got it. College vinyl. boy. This Some lyrics, man. She, this guy. She really knows how to talk, man. <laughs> You got a record player? Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to just go buy vinyl on my day off, you know? Go to the record store, see what's cheap. That was cheap. Damn. Damn. Okay. Um, should we start should we start getting into some some specifics? Some tracks? Yeah, you too. Let me see what's up. What's happening? We want to start high or low today. <laughs> um so let's start low. Because I think low. I think we all generally genu- generally like enjoy the album, right? So let's start low yeah. and then. I don't have in. I don't I, being transparent, don't have a lot bad to say about this. this album. Yeah, good same. And I felt less strongly about like they're because a lot. I mean, these songs are I don't want to say they're samey, but they're in a certain vibe, and I don't dislike the vibe. Um, there weren't like certain tracks that really stuck out to me as being. But like significantly worse than the other ones. There yeah. are ones that I felt like that I felt were less engaging to me, and I will say that I think that this track that I found like the hardest to be with to sit in um, was probably it's probably either either Amelia or Furry sings the blues. Those are my two least favorite tracks. There we go. Yeah, Furry sings Furry sings the blues can drag a little bit. I you know, but I, yeah. I think it's a you know. I see. Obviously, there's disagreements over there. So. <laughs> so for me, actually, the most startling track was the first one, "Coyote." You did not vibe with. Um, it's just I don't know. Uh, maybe because of how jazzy it is, I was like kind of thrown <laughs> off initially from that it's, one. I think it would be a tough first song. Yeah, you know? it's a tough opener because if you're not vibing with it, then it's an extra what like six minutes of. Five oh one, sorry. <laughs> um, and it also made me think of like I've been doing this weird thing where I've been thinking about like movie placements, like putting music, yeah, songs in movies uh, recently. And so like I was thinking about this like in a Michael Mann film or something like that, and where that. you would kind of put that. Um, and so I kind of got lost in that. Um, well, she's good so, at painting a picture, I think, with her songs, honestly. Yeah. And that's why it's very I was, visual, you know. Yeah, that's why I was like kind of stuck there for a little bit and had to go back and listen to the song again. Mm-hmm. Um, this album, to me, if you were to like walk into like some bar and some woman was just like playing, like some like she was just performing that night, like just her herself with a guitar. I, I could like completely see that with this album. Oh yeah, and you just like walk up to the bar and you big singer songwriter on the Thursday open mic energy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's one of those. Yeah. You, is she still singing that same song? But I mean oh, yeah. that 
in the most positive way. Absolutely, but you just kind of look up and it's like, I think this is the same song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, no, that's. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like you can get it can re- it's it's very spoken wordy, very like you know ambient, and I feel like that can you know that can that can make me a little sweepy. Mm. Um, I did sweepy. get worried when I saw a furry sings the blues just cause. Well, you just know what cause I mean? the internet. Yeah, you thought, it, you thought it was about furries. You thought they've been around like, since oh. the seventies. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> since Sonic Fox been there, man. This started in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I read somewhere that that furry was not happy that he was featured in that song, which is a little ironic the with the subject matter of the song in the first place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He doesn't like these white people trying to come. To yeah, that's <laughs> and like, write a whole song another, about it. That's another thing that like kind of rubbed me the wrong way about the song. I was like, "This is what this is not what he wants." <laughs> this is sad. This white woman's like, "Damn, look at this down on his luck, old old jazz player." But she loves old Beale Street. <laughs> Are there any negatives for you, Clawson? Uh, sometimes a strange boy can be. Uh, I don't know. I find that to just be a strange song. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's a dude on a skateboard. He was in the Navy. All of a sudden, we're fucking in a room full of dolls. <laughs> I don't know. It goes places. Uh, that song sounds like the Law and Order theme song. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. Okay. <laughs> Listen to it again. Listen to it again. I know. I had to kind of think song. of it. Like, it's like, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> well, Listen to it again you. and think about the Law and Order theme song because I well, was that like, would make this... sense for SVU. You know what I mean? I, I, think, I think you just opened up. Uh, Dick Wolf is about to get a fucking cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> He's been raking uh, in that money for years. <laughs> that's uh, no, but that's like one of her. The song is almost like hindered. Like, so I actually like the like I like how the song sounds. Um, that is that is one where you like where you have it on in the background and then the, you start paying attention to the lyrics and you're like what is this woman going on what is this yeah. what is she talking about and it's because like you said earlier Klaus, and like she's so good at you know creating these illustrations oh yeah that it kind of takes away from the the music of it but i mean that's not really her fault <laughs> yeah this is spoken word, you know. It's like very like, yeah, building a like each 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 song is like a world building experience. Yeah, and that's why they're ten minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but yeah, no, there aren't like none of the, nothing on this album made me made me made me as mad as like King Kong did on Pilot Talk, <laughs> you know. <laughs> For like two weeks. <laughs> See, I wasn't sure how this was gonna go, so that is because uh, I know I know one of you motherfuckers don't like jazz too much, so I was like, this might be too much. <laughs> no, nah, nah, this I is mean, cool. I I mess with the, I fuck with this. You know what I mean? Well, she got a lot of good jazz players on here that aren't doing typical jazz. You know, yeah, it doesn't it go into very, solos. It does feel and, very left of center. I mean, like it's like, you know, that's why what I was saying about like. This can be an easy listen, or it can be a not easy listening listen, depending on how much you want to engage with it. Like, 
you know, when I was like trying to listen to the instrumentals and really follow them like that, you know, there's a lot of shit going on in each song. Um, one thing that I will say, and this kind of transitions into the into the highs, is that I really, really like the songs with percussion way more than I like the songs without percussion. Um, I feel like when there was like some kind of drum or something, it helped me like it helped me. I think it, it gave some like it filled out the song in a way that um made it easier for me personally to listen to. So I'm yeah, looking I at like yeah. I'm looking at Black Crow and like Blue Motel Room, which, spoiler alert, are my two favorite songs. Mm. <laughs> Blue Motel's up there for me. It's my second favorite. See, also a song I was like, I don't know if this is going to be life. <laughs> well, Blue Motel, I, th- I feel like that's like the bluesiest song on here. very traditional you know yeah old standard jazz type of you know but yeah like a walking bass line jazzy chords yeah but i like that shit i thought you know i i i i feel like that song is beautiful my second definitely my second favorite song mm. black well crow man that thing funky oh yeah it's dark that thing dark and funky, bro. Dark. I like that shit. He's black as the high with that's leading me. Now he's diving down to pick up on something shiny. <laughs> it was that that was that song was the easiest for me like i didn't i didn't really need to re-listen for that one i was like oh i like this track like a lot you know this this album is like really strange because like it kind of started with her being addicted to cocaine right and ended with her not so like it starts from this place where she is in like a place of like constant danger more or less you know what i mean like she's not making the 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 best decisions or or it's kind of like reflecting on the things that are happening to her and by the end of it is um in a place where she is uh safe i don't know it's cool to see like the journey of an artist through an album yeah there's Uh, some interesting shit in like the background of this album yeah yeah yeah, various trips there was one where she's wearing a wig and she's going by alternate names and shit like yeah, she was just doing. She was doing a lot. And then later wow. on, there was a little bit of blackface. <laughs> <laughs> um, like she said that, that Buddhism cured her addiction. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still Which... tripping on this blackface thing. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when I type in Joni Mitchell blackface? Uh, you'll see it. 
Oh right. no. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. That's basically the cover to the album right after this one. But you don't know it's her unless you look it up. Oh no. Yeah. Well she she does have a quote where she says she thinks she's an old black man in the stuck in the body of a white woman, so <laughs> something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Not talented Rachel Tozo. Wait, is she? <laughs> well, the background the, to that black the face. thing is that's really funny, unfortunately. Well, the background apparently is, I think, what was it? Miles Davis's house? She showed up in that and nobody recognized her. Oh my God. And like, she, <laughs> she showed up that in Miles Davis's house? Like that? <laughs> yeah, I think it was something I'd have to look it up again, but now, I'm not trying to get on her bad side because, uh, you know. See what she tried to do to <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> see what she tried to do. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be like, "I'm not putting my podcast, or I'm not putting my my music back on until a three disc changer gets taken <laughs> off Spotify." <laughs> that'd yeah, be awesome. I think that, that'd probably be pretty easy to get us off, though. <laughs> like they have 14 episodes, of course. Like, that'd be, yeah, insane, absolutely. Though. I don't even like Miles Davis's music, and I would not show up to his house like that. Um. Okay. So for those that. <laughs> <laughs> for this <laughs> for those that can't see this <laughs> um i would apparently- i would put it on <laughs> i would put it up like somewhere but i'm not putting it up yeah anymore. you should put it up it it really looks like a dave Chappelle sketch that's the thing about it but she created an alter ego named art nouveau for her 1977 album don juan's reckless daughter art nouveau is a black man. <laughs> so there, you know, she's somewhat extensively photographed in blackface. Um, Bro. You know, I haven't heard the album. Um, I'm, you know, I, <laughs> blackface isn't okay, obviously, but the pictures of her are just really, they, they are, <laughs> they are making me giggle in a way that I, I didn't, this I didn't looks anticipate. Like when- this looks like when Jenna Maroney from 30 Rock. Oh, my God. Ass, <laughs> and those. You can't, you can't see those anymore. Look that up, DeAndre. Jenna Maroney blackface, because that okay. looks exactly like this. <laughs> Jenna Maroney blackface. blackface. It was the second thing that came up. Hold on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, NBC. Why Jenna Maroney look like Michael Jackson? <laughs> okay, enough of this. Um, well, uh, look, that's yeah. You know, I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I've taken it far off the. Austin had us listen to blackface music. Austin had us listen to blackface. I mean, look, to it seems fair, like she's. To be fair, this album has. This album does not have blackface. To be fair, yeah, this album not no blackface <laughs> on this one. Uh, has she dodged blowback from this? Do people care? I don't really know. I think they interviewed her, and I think she was kind of like, uh, not apologetic. Yeah, I could see her being like, "That's my art." Yeah, you know? she probably she probably said something like that, like that was my artistic expression at the time, and I don't apologize for it. Blah blah blah. blah. I probably wouldn't. No do pun it intended. Now. Oh, here's given a quote. that I'm her sorry. her blackface alter ego's name is Art. Uh, well, here's a quote. When I see black men sitting, I have a tendency to go like I nod, like I'm a brother. 
I really have an affinity because I've experienced being a black guy on several occasions. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean, Joni? <laughs> that means she's giving the please. She's giving the, she the up nod, yo. She. <laughs> she might put the fist up. I don't know. <laughs> please look at the picture I just shared into the chat. <laughs> Joni Mitchell is Don Juan's reckless daughter. Oh my god. Yeah, that is pretty clear cut. <laughs> I mean, look. I just it's, I thought it might have to come up. <laughs> I didn't know maybe y'all did I don't extra know. research all of a sudden you're like, what? what? I don't know if it's uh I don't know. I, I I'm glad you brought it up, but also I don't know if I'm glad because I'm having a really hard time talking about the album now. Just because it's like it's like it's just really funny. Like, <laughs> like it's you think she recorded it dressed problematic like that though? and really funny. What? Do you think she recorded it dressed like that? I thought that's what no, I want to know. I don't think Was so. Was she in the studio like that? <laughs> he said no. I think so. How right. seriously did she take this alter ego? Um, so I was gonna get to my my yes. tracks to get us back oh, yeah, on track. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. right, so my favorite tracks are Amelia. I was driving across the burning desert when I spotted six jet planes leading six white vapor trails across the bleak terrain. It was the hexagram of the heavens it was the strings of my guitar Amelia It was just a false alarm Oh yeah Ass Whoa <laughs> Ass? <laughs> I'm gonna say like John said Ass like, <laughs> Ass? How is, ass, how is how is ass? Why do you I mean, think like, it's, it's not ass? ass. It's not shit? ass. I clearly I clearly have already stated there are no ass tracks on this album, but I do think it's like the second worst or worse. Go ahead. What um, do you not like about it? Before yeah, what we do you get not what like he it? likes about the shit. Uh, I mean, <laughs> now I feel like a party pooper, but um, uh, I it just instrumentally didn't grab me that much as much as the other tracks did. I found it like this is the ones where like the meandering was a little too abstract for me. The lyrics were a little too unbounded. The the instrumental was a little too unstructured, and I just found myself floating away. That's all it is. It just, mm. it, you know. Oh, I, I don't think about Amelia song. Earhart. Yeah, you're floating away. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I like, I like the Amelia thing. I get it. You know, like, I like the theme of, like, false and unfulfilled promises. I think that's cool. Said, and I also playing, I get Smith it. said heartbreak. I get it. I don't want to hear it from a woman's side. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're a woman pilot. You crashed. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what I said at all. But <laughs> paint him in the corner. <laughs> um, I mean, look. I think Joni's done a good job of painting herself in the corner. I don't, you know, I don't think we need to, <laughs> or painting herself as something. You know what I mean? But. Um, I will know. I mean, look. I said I wrote down the um that I really like the slide guitar in the background of this this instrumental. I, I don't think it's bad. Like it's it's not a bad song. It's just my least like one of my least favorites. It even uh, it even kind of ties into like the name of the album. Which the name of the album was interesting to me before, but now could be problematic. Oh no! <laughs> wait, wait, what? Did I open a box? I opened a door. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's it's a it's an Arabic word. 
which means departure exodus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so maybe not problematic since it's just an album about travel, but could be. I mean, yeah, she, she well, said she, she was looking for next. a word that she was looking for a word that meant running away with, like, but not, not like you're running from something, but you're not like you're putting a hat on and, and a wig and <laughs> also some paint. But that you're um, you're running towards like a goal, more like yeah, yeah. It fits the vibe. Yeah. So you said Amelia. What was the other one? Uh, Blue Motel Room, man. Oh, yeah, man. Oof, I think it's slapping. Like, if it's a song about relationships, I'm there. I don't know. <laughs> I, I kind of figured this would be up your alley. Like, lyrically? Yeah. Lyrically, it's it's pretty it's pretty there. Sometimes the sounds of it... Um, a little too jazzy. A little too no, no, no. Just are, are not like almost polar opposite of DeAndre's picks, where they're not loud enough. Like the music is not loud enough. The sound is loud enough. What? Like the guitar, everything. It's too quiet. It's too. I'm blue too much. laid back. Yeah, it's too laid back. I mean, on the whole album. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very laid back. But that's why yeah. I like those tracks. Yeah, I think because she they're, because probably they're wanted her, you know, the the lyrics to stand up. I would imagine. I don't, you know. Again, she's but ninety. We're not about to interview her. But... I think we should interview her at ninety. Oh. I absolutely think we should do that. <laughs> I have a feeling you might get some answers that you will not like. <laughs> I will be fine with those answers. This, this woman is not my. This woman is not my hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, but to get back to like the background of the album and everything, um, it's you know we often see now, like you see a picture of whatever Drake and Twenty One in the studio, and then that album is out like the next week. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? It used to take time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, be in the studio it, for a year. Exactly. That's what. Yeah, exactly. nobody gets that kind of time anymore. You know, if you take two years to make an album, they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like I still have not listened to that J Electronic album. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think you're you probably okay. Like, I mean, you're not gonna listen to it. Like, it's, like it's I might not, listen to it one day. You're not. Gonna, I it's might. Clear, you're not gonna listen to it. I you might. Listen, you haven't listened to Coloring Book. Look, if Jay Z being on there didn't get him, nothing's gonna get him on that album. <laughs> If maybe it was old Jay Z. It was the last bit of uh... a. <laughs> Look, I'll say, Coloring Book is more relevant to the culture than that album was. Than the Jay Electronic album? The newest one? Yeah, I do. Depending I which culture you're talking the about. The newest one, he only has one album. Yeah. He only had he had singles and features. And <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'm going to take 12 years to make this what are you album. What's he talking about? His, de- his debut collab album with. Uh, yeah, it wasn't supposed to be a collab. I'll tell you. Yeah, well, it was. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, Jay Z probably only did that to get it out. Honestly, it had been in it had been in the works since what two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Yeah, because wasn't that when like Exhibit C came out and everyone's like, when? Yeah, because Shiny Suit Theory came out in two thousand ten. <laughs> the album didn't come out till two thousand twenty. You know I, I mean? did not think yeah. Jay Electra Hanukwanza would come up on. And 
Yeah. And I think that, that, I think there's like a huge difference there, right? Like, um, JLX Hanukkah, JLX Kwanzaa. <laughs> there's a huge difference between like you taking a year or two to make an album, you taking ten years, a la like a uh, Chinese democracy. Oh yeah. Or or this. Uh, sorry, this being a written testimony by Jay Electronica, and then something like, um, like Hajira that took her like what a year, two years to make. Um, some things kind of stand the test of time, and some things are just overthought. You know what I mean? That's a, I think that's a good point. Um, I mean, no one's talking about that Jay Electronica album anymore. No. That thing is no, no, no. gone with the wind, brother. No, not at all. Um, and then, like, if we get to the like the uh, the Drake album, uh, no one's really talking about that album aside from like the funny things that were said on it, right? Not of its like lasting impact as some musical artifact. Yeah, we're not actually talking about the songs. You're talking about, you know. Yeah. Him saying she's a ten, but it sounds good on mute. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Which that's rude. That's Don't rude say that about her. <laughs> you know, one day on really... this podcast, we're gonna have a real conversation about Ice Spice. One day. <laughs> well, you know, Drake ain't really saying that to any women, bro. Come on. What is there to say about Princess Diana that hasn't already been said? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> New York royalty. I like this album, man. I do. I like it. I. Um, no, yeah, I really appreciate this album. I was gonna say, like, thank you for showing me this. Oh yeah, because I mean, to, I would say thank you to the both of you, especially for your for the picks you guys have made, are a lot more door opening to me than probably my picks have been. But like, yeah, these these are these are really good. Um, I am salty that this review is going so well for Clawson. <laughs> Hey man, it's all about what you pick, man. <laughs> I don't like when niggas just say things that are obvious. <laughs> Clearly, it's all about what I pick. With the hot hand, um, I like this album. I felt I felt like this album was enriching me, and even mm. do feel that way post the blackface knowledge. Um, I think you can you can learn to ignore that part well probably not but i forgot just, about it till we started talking about it this album again and i said oh shit that it's just it's mm. just some, something about it it's just incredibly comical like <laughs> just a white woman that really at her core thinks that she is a black man you know i think that makes it more complicated doesn't it because like <laughs> it's not some al jolson shit it's like she really thinks that that's what she's supposed to be. it's like, <laughs> you know and then like what does that mean like <laughs> What is you know no like what does she thinks that mean? What is what is what does she think she got soul man that that means to <laughs> black people and to like you know other artists around her other black artists around her like does she think that's a compliment? You know what uh, I mean like I think that I don't think she thought it was I think Joni Mitchell I mean look I don't know a lot about her I'm just judging based from the one album that I've heard about on from her but yeah. she strikes me as a lady that doesn't say things. Like I, she, I think she felt like she was just expressing how she truly felt, you know. Like I don't think she thinks it's a compliment or a negative. She just she 
I don't think she cares necessarily what black people think about that comment. She's just like, I know that I, at my core, I'm a black man. When I think <laughs> was wearing the blackface, I think she really just thought people were going to be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, you know, it, it was yeah. the 70s. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't think blackface was a big deal back then, was it? No, I mean, you still had that. You still had a bunch of that shit. Not as much, you know. Yeah, I feel like it was dying. With the lips but like, shit, people but. were still doing blackface in the late fifties. So, I mean, they had that movie Soul Man. Yeah, that was in the eighties. So, <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, R D J was <laughs> Tropic Thunder came out in like two thousand seven or whatever. <laughs> now that's see, that's okay, the other was side dude, of the coin. <laughs> he was a dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> We talk about that because that shit was funny. Yeah. <laughs> he killed it. Oh, man. Okay. I think that uh, I think that I think something like that is more accepted, right? Because he's an idiot and like he's playing an idiot. Well, and that's and when that's, everyone gets upset. Like every five years about that thing, everyone comes out and says, "You idiot!" That's part of the the, the whole movie is <laughs> is that he's a fucking yeah, that he's, he's an, an idiot that's idiot taking his character to too far. Like like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What would, would um, we call? Um, but I don't think Joni Mitchell's, Joni an, Mitchell's idiot. an idiot. Did you know that Neil <laughs> that? Young plays the harmonica on Furry Sings the Blues? I oh, did Neil Young, that. yeah. I did know that, yes. That's kind um, of wild. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know. I know that Neil Young's a big deal. Uh, he was kind of... She was involved with a lot of them, Bob Dylan, all that. Like, she played at Woodstock. Yeah. Whoa. I could totally see this fitting in, right, 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 snugly. Well, and her that was way back when she was definitely more straight ahead, you know. Also, I want to do another shout out. Songs for Sharon, also good song. Oh yeah. Well, I haven't even said what the fuck my songs were. Oh yeah, that is true. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Me, me, DeAndre would just talk about the album. Yeah. (laughs) The album and the blackface really overshadowed. Yeah, what's yours? I mean, I love it, Jira. Title song. Okay. I like that song too. She's saying a lot of shit. I like I like the it's a little darker in tone. Oh yeah, uh, Refuge of the Roads, Blue Motel Room, song of course. Too. Great album closer. Fucking song for Sharon, man. That's a hitter. It's long, but it's too long. I'll say it. Too long. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till I throw you a twenty minute song, man. You gonna be? Hajira <laughs> um, um, like... has four separate tracks mixed together. You know, it really like... doesn't sound like it though. Right? It's, do you mean like? It literally is supposed to be four different tracks mixed together. Like probably she had four different ideas that she probably put together. Got it. Yeah, it's like a it's, it's like a multi track with uh with her guitar. Got it. Yeah, I really so like the um four yeah, separate I, tracks recorded. I love the then... sound of this thing. Um, but I think it being long and meandering is you know it helps like feed into the whole theme of the track. Yeah, no you weird know? saxophones either. You know, weird sax no weird saxophones. <laughs> I could have used some though. <laughs> I do like the deep, weird guitar thing that it sounds kind of like a guitar. It's like kind of soloing all over the track. Oh yeah, is, but oh, you talking like about the bass? One. Is that a bass? Yeah. yeah, I think that's Pastores. Yeah, doing, yeah, doing. Bass. He oh, plays really high on the neck most of the time. So that. Boom, 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 boom. Oh yeah, see, so, yeah, I was okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah, it sounds great. I love it. That's kind of why she picked him because she said she don't like the regular ass bass of you know. You just that's weird the considering how, how much she feels she's black. <laughs> I was gonna say, that. I was gonna say. She picked the white man from Florida to play it. All right, all right. Too much. No money. Too much fun. We're having too much fun on this podcast. No, it was um, a fun police. 
okay. Should we rate this? Do we have anything else to say about it? This feels like a piece of American American not history, but like it feels like a piece of Americana. I know I said yeah. that before, but it does feel like a piece of like, you know, like Yeah, I wonder I wonder how people were going up about it at the time, right? Because I this is probably music that really reflects it at the moment, especially like the late sixties. Yeah. Um It conjures feelings of like rolling down Route sixty six like through the desert to me. Yeah, it's know? definitely, you know, a love letter to American travel. I can tell you what pitchfork <laughs> gave it. What pitchfork give it? Nine point five. That's what I think they gave it. Ten out ten. They pulled a DeAndre. They gave it a ten. Oh my god! Pitchfork. I'm so mad about this. I, I didn't know they were around in the seventies. That's crazy. Uh, well, Shut pitchfork up. now wants to like. Shut up. I hate you. Well, you know, pitchfork will even go back and change some of their old reviews because they were negative. That's really weird. Like, I, there's some I albums that they did in the nineties, and they're like, "Oh, we we should not have said that shit." Yeah. They'll come back and give it a nine instead of a four or whatever. They're gonna do that. They're gonna do that with Gambino. Wait till Anthony <laughs> Fantano starts doing it. What with what? That recent Swarm album? That was no, the Beyonce gonna... album? No. <laughs> with Camp. They're gonna go back and give Camp something else. I don't know. Have you gone back and listened to that? Yeah. Hey, listen, might, I went you back. You might not and want to dip your toe back in that water. That sir. thing is ass. Ooh. Oh, so we ain't picking that album. That's on the list. <laughs> no, we should it's... pick it. We should <laughs> I don't pick think it though because ass. But I think he says some he says questionable some things. That man yeah. and, his, and his Asian women? Yeah, that was the peak of, uh, you know, when, like, because that was around the time of when Tyler was first popping, right? So, like, everybody yeah, was yeah. kind of in that vibe. Of, like, shock I'm just going to say the worst thing possible. Yeah, but he, on that album, you're like, do you like anything but white and Asian women? <laughs> <laughs> no, he likes Armenians, too. Oh, okay. He's well, like, remember he remember he said he's down with the black women of every single culture. <laughs> oh my god. I was gonna say, do you not know uh, how Armenians are generally look these days? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so um, I mean, I think I th- I'll say this is the last thing I'll say about camp because we're not even talking about camp. <laughs> but we are. Um, I mean, we are right now in this moment. But this this episode is not about camp. Um, I I think camp would be a good choice for us at some point because like i don't know how i mean i don't know how you all felt about it but i loved that album when it first came out i loved oh, it yeah. in the moment i was fucking um i was really fucking with it and the full the full listen through um i was like damn you know it's not ass but there's just some stuff on there that like it just doesn't sound good anymore it just sounds really dated or you know whatever so i think it'd be yeah the monologue at the end of power it just makes me cringe yeah i don't i still don't mind it because it beckons back to like a more sad boy period in my life but i don't know uh okay joni mitchell hajira pre-blackface joni mitchell let's bring these ratings down classic can go last um i'm nominating ant to go first i'm gonna give it an eight eight not a bad yeah. one i'm gonna give it a strong no no i'll give it an eight 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 Ben's gonna give it a nine. Seven point five felt too low. Eight feels a little high. If yeah, I, I feel like to... seven. I feel like seven is disrespectful to the artist. It is, and, but also, I, I mean, pre blackface. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. pre blackface. <laughs> seven point five feels too low. Eight feels too high. But I'm gonna go for an eight. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think I got like a good nine on that. You know, would you cut any track short? Like, as someone who like this is your pick, would you? Would you? Me? No. Yeah, you wouldn't you make any track shorter. I don't think I would. You you like the you think the lengths are appropriate? I'm used to long songs. I 
I used to listen to prog rock. I'm stupid. I'd I cut. Know. I mean, I'll keep it real. I'd cut Freddie sings the blues entirely. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I don't. I don't think this album needs this song. Yeah, I think that's probably a song I'd cut too. That or a strange boy, but I think a strange boy is interesting enough. Yeah, I think it's um, a big deal that. Neil Young is on Freddie Sings the Blues, but I mean that is nothing for me as a listener in 2023. So, damn, it's just interesting. Like now we go, wow, Kanye had Stevie Wonder do the harmonica. That's so dumb. And like you look back and like <laughs> there's people doing, there's people doing stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like on these it's albums, which yeah, yeah. Um, Stevie Wonder I... also played harmonica on a Red Foo track called "Where the Sun Goes." Red Foo being one half of Element. Why do you know that? Um, because I like that track. Did we listen to just Red Foo solo joints? Um, that one I was listening to, and what's the other name? Sky what? Sky Blue, and Red Zoo, and Red, Red Foo. Foo. Red, Red Foo. Foo. So you were just listening um, to the the nephews of Barry Gordy. <laughs> when I learned tracks. they were the nephews of Barry Gordy, I lost my goddamn. Yeah, I think one of them's a brother with Rockwell. You know, yeah. I always feel like yeah, he's in there too. Uh, I'm just saying that. That is, I mean, like, you know, that's what a Stevie Wonder harmonica feature also appears on, is a solo Red Food track, sponsored heavily by, by Malibu. What? I, I only have more questions. <laughs> How did you find this song? <laughs> Were you in the club can... and you heard, that harmonica is just... Kicking. It's getting me, man. I'm at kicking, man. This mimosa's hitting. All of a sudden, hey, what's that what's a vibraphone? A vibraphone? Yeah. It's a... It's basically wood with a metal metal tubes under it, you know, like a uh, xylophone, basically. Hmm. But you can control yeah. the the reverb on it, basically. I'm looking because, like, uh, you say you like the percussion, and like the percussion's done by a woman named Bobby Hall on this album. Where 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 it's present, but it's not present on every track. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta switch it up, bro. You can't have too much. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. I'm going to tell a little story, and that story is going to lead into my pick. It's oh, my pick. Okay. Um, I think if you all remember, you know what it is, but I'll tell it for our audience, whoever they might be. Um, so um, a couple of weeks ago, maybe even a month ago at this point, I I saw a Instagram story from an artist named Bartiz Strange. Bartiz Strange is a, like, rock alt rock sometimes funk sometimes hip-hop artist um black guy really cool i think he makes good music um commenting on morgan commenting on morgan wallen's album this is what his story was doing because morgan wallen popular country star put out like a 36 track out long track album it's ridiculous and i don't know what move barty strange took (laughs) to make fun of of morgan wallen on his story but he did and then i commented it commented on it saying lol lol and um and then Bartiz responded to me in an Instagram DM saying something. I could probably find it. Um, but I decided to shoot my shot as like a true fanboy and I was like, Hey, I have a music podcast. Um, I wanna review one of your albums. Do you want me to do this album or that album? Just to see if he would respond. And he did respond. Um, and he said that he would like us to review his album, his newest album, Farm to Table. So the album that we're going to be doing, Barty Strange's album, Farm to Table. Uh, I've listened to this album many times before. I like it a lot. 
Um, am I picking this because I hope that we can continue our Instagram engagement with the notable musician? Absolutely. And also, I think it's a good album that's worth listening to. So that's what we're doing. Cool. Fair enough. Um, I've heard his Kyoto cover. It's a good cover. Um, hopefully, we'll hear it in June when we see him. Because he's going to be at the uh, Boy Genius show, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I need to figure out what day that show is. What day is that show? June 11th, buddy. <laughs> June 11th. Oh, I was kind of wilding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, coming sooner than you think. I was kind of wilding. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll be there. <laughs> I think Joji's um, there, too. Uh, there's a lot of people. But uh, cool. I, I have not listened to a lot of his. I haven't listened to it. I think I listened to that cover and one other song, so I haven't listened to a lot of his stuff. Yeah, I think it's down to just that cover, but I will dive yeah. in. I'm excited. Give it a listen. Um, we can include on the on the post for next episode, we can include, include a screenshot of the my conversation with Bartiz. Yeah. <laughs> um, as a true as a true fanboy would. All right. All right. Um, Do an on repeat. Oh, on repeat. Yeah, I love this segment. I keep on forgetting it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He loves it so much he can't even remember he had it. <laughs> okay, there's some embarrassing ass songs on this on my on repeat this week. <laughs> <laughs> I can start because I want to get it out of the way. So the non embarrassing one is Happiness by the 1975. It's from the new album. It's a great song. Uh, not They're still surprising. Music? <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. That's not funny. Speaking, at all. speaking of a problematic. <laughs> Nah, I'm a, you know what? I'm gonna check it out. We'll talk about it next next episode. It's a great, it's a great song. <laughs> I'm really mad at you. Um, the the embarrassing one is uh Waffle House by the Jonas Brothers. It's a new track that just came out on Friday. Um, I've been spinning it to see if I like it. I don't think I like it that much, but it is an earworm, and I've listened to it maybe like five ish times since it came out. So they're still ma- they're making music again. <laughs> I didn't know that. I know they were playing yes. shows and whatever, but I thought they were just yeah, I mean, touring on Do you, do you not remember material. their big hit? They, they came out with an album like two or three years ago. No, actually like four years ago, probably now. They had that big that big hit, Sucker. Oh. I'm a I sucker that was, for all the things. I thought that was just a Joe Jonas joint. I thought that was a solo joint. No, that was... um. That was Brothers? That was Brothers. Mm. The album the album wasn't good. You don't need to listen to it, but... Shout out to enough. Camp Rock. I wouldn't anyway. It's only Jonas Brothers is something to... Joe Bros, man. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't rec anyone listening. I don't recommend you listen to Waffle House, but um, you can listen to it if you want, I guess. So I'm going next. Um, track I've had on repeat is called "A Ring of Past" by Men I Trust. Uh, yeah, I really like Men I Trust. Um, if you were to listen to them, you'd be like, "Yeah, that sounds like a group that Anthony likes." Um, you might have heard their song being sampled by Joey Badass in the song "Show Me." Uh, which hold is on, this, this is a little really funky. Yeah, I like this song a lot. Oh, okay, hold <laughs> on. All right, okay. I'll, I'll cue this. I'll cue this. I'll listen to it later. Um, I got into them after I saw that they were going to play a show near Tampa, and I was like, "Oh," because I wanted to go to a show, and then I listened. And then the show passed. And I never went. And now I like them, and I regret not going to the show. <laughs> nice. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah, a lot. It happens too much. 
sometimes I go back and listen, look at previous Bonru lineups, and I see bands that at the time I didn't know, but that now I like. <laughs> and it makes me mad. Like, man, why'd I go to the bathroom right there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Klaus. Uh, mine is an Ariana Grande song. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, a chink in the armor. Uh, yeah, I heard it. Klaus is supposed to be big fucking jazz, nigga. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. He's supposed to be the guy listening to all the instrumental, the Japanese funk. I mean, Here we are. I mean, it's a banger, though. One last time, bro. That shit hits. I don't give a fuck what you say. What album is that from? Uh, The second one, uh, Me, My Everything. Damn. Alex is going crazy right now. Oh, yeah. Now. I, was I, going, I was going off the fucking wall. <laughs> no, because I heard it when I was get, picking up food somewhere, and I was like, oh, shit, this shit. Oh, <laughs> and I'm listening to a lot of Creed, so I don't know why that's not on there, but. Jesus. <laughs> What's wrong? Okay. Are we not going to. Are we not going to admit that they have great songs? Is it? We're about to hear a lot of Creed on Fridays, DeAndre. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying you don't? Oh, you don't fuck with Creed? I I gotta be real with you, fam. I haven't like I've had my Nickelback resurgence, but I have not even touched hey, Creed. I also just had a Nickelback Don't resurgence. Make I was just Creed about out. to post. What's your favorite Nickelback song? Because man, they were hitting. Come on. I mean, look. Let's give up Nickelback. The Dang, what uh, is your, my favorite Nickelback is song Nickelback is Nickelback I think song. it's I mean it's basic it's how you remind me that song is amazing I think it's someday for me Chad was putting Honestly. it on the line man I don't know what Avril was doing to that man but <laughs> uh, yo Avril had him turn around bro like a paperback novel like a paperback novel <laughs> you think Tiger's gonna make music like that now? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He, he Let's be riding hand in that fear. See, he don't got the juice, man. Tiger don't got that shit. Wait, is uh, is Avril dating Tiger? Yeah. You said it with like, a. Hard, also, like, why'd you say Tiger? Yeah, you said it like oh, with a hard. Oh, not R Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger. Tiger. Like, like uh, former yeah. Young Money Cash Money rapper. Yeah. Tiger. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Avril Lavigne is dating him. Yes. Well, it's not the real Avril if you go by the, the conspiracy theory. She's been long. You're dead. lying to me. This is not true. Are you this serious? Google 100% it. True. Avril Lavigne is dating coconut juice, nigga. <laughs> I guess if you call him. <laughs> Y'all don't stop, stop laughing like you don't remember coconut juice. What do you mean? Juice. He made Rack City, man. Shout out to him. <laughs> Rack City. This That's not true. Hold on. It's a 100%. Hey, Google it, bro. I, I oh no, <gasps> and there's also articles about Mod Sun being blindsided. Why we even who talk cares about Mod Sun? Who cares Okay, I am, I am stupefied. Wow. Okay, this is a lot to sit with. Look, Again. I hate Tyga, but that his Black Thoughts mixtape had me in a headlock in 2009. I <laughs> hate to admit that. <laughs> It's like when you were on, when you loved acid rap. He's like, yeah. I well, really yeah. Well, this is DJ Ill Will and DJ Rockstar. You're DJ Ill Will. <laughs> Your download history was going crazy in 2009. No, you. Are you kidding God. me? If they ever leaked that, don't it would kill every credibility I have. Do not. He's gonna get his no play. Get his LimeWire fucking account. Be like, ooh. Okay. All right. All right. Too much fun on the. I look too much fun on this show. 
Um, <laughs> enough of this. You can find us at 3 Changer. It's our Instagram. 3DCPod at gmail.com um, is our is our email. Um, no one's ever emailed us. I think that's fine. We do continue to receive requests, a lot of them from one person. So we need to. We're thinking no, about. I, I I keep getting requests too. Um, so I just don't share it. I've cool. gotten no requests. Just to be, you know what I'm saying, completely transparent. Yeah, Klaus, <laughs> not the social guy. Not not the social guy. That's okay. I'm bad at it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, so we'll figure out what to do with them, but keep them coming. We really appreciate the love, the support. A lot of our friends listen to the show, um, and that's dope. Um, yes, sir. Anything else? Listen to Nickelback. Listen no, to Nickelback. See. Hey, go have your Nickelback era. It will. It will. It, it will bring you some life. I promise. Yeah. Just remember, if today was your last day, <laughs> watch the video. Watch the video where he saved saving me. Well, then we just Wait, dive into hero, bro. Come it's on. It's just Death Note, but it's an it's a Nickelback video. It's oh my god. We didn't even talk about the Nickelback song. is anime. On. All right. <laughs> I really be, that's why she made that Kawhi song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>